It's your boy. <laughs> the one and only Switch, aka the undisputed, uncontested social distancing champion. AKA, why his nipples so hard? <laughs> AKA the buttermilk bastard. AKA the nigga lip master. Bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sites. Uh, Switches Sites is uh, my solo gaming podcast where I talk about just that. Um, today's date is uh, May 6th. 6th? 6th? May 6th, <laughs> I confuse myself, May 6th, May, May 6th, 5th, 6th, all right, let me stop dwelling on that, <laughs> May 6th, 2021, um, yeah, man, the, the world, the current state, uh, you know, hey, we, we, we striving and surviving, I would assume. Um, I'm a little concerned. Uh, I feel like we may be opening up way more sooner than uh, we should. Uh, but, you know, hopefully that vicious cycle <laughs> does not start again. But I digress. Um, what else outside of that? Nothing much. Uh, news wise, um, I don't know, this week is uh, somewhat uh, steady, I'd say, uh, just had some interesting topics to discuss as well. Uh, also, uh, happy, uh, resident evil eight Eve. Um, that's a holiday. Look it up. If you haven't, it is. If you look up, <laughs> look up the, uh, imaginary book of these nuts. <laughs> let, me let me stop. Let me stop. I need to, somebody, somebody, somebody stop me. Um, (laughs) so ignorant. Let me stop. Um, yeah. Other than that, I say pretty good week. Some very interesting, uh, topics to talk about. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, let me uh, get my my codes. Mm-hmm. Gotta get my gotta get my codes. I just got to. Uh, first topic of discussion. Uh, Discord. You know that a uh, company that was trying to get itself chose. <laughs> Discord was trying to trying to get chose was was uh what's 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 the uh the term i guess it's mainly associated in the in the in the twitter universe if you will but uh a pick me if you will i don't i don't know the don't know the 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 exact vernacular but um discord (laughs) uh basically uh i think they were trying to get bought by microsoft but that fell through some way shape or form but what do you know out of nowhere 
uh, PlayStation just swiping people up. But it was like um, uh, Evo now Discord. Um, PlayStation is partnering up. Uh, they announced, I believe, Monday uh, partnership with Discord. Uh, for those that may possibly not know, but I mean, it's like if you're, mm, I guess, well, I don't know. I guess some people it's possible, but uh, for those that may not know, uh, I'd be very amazed if you didn't. But Discord, the uh, very popular um, platform um, that users communicate, uh, mainly used for games, but I, I see and notice now it's starting to expand more like. Uh, it is a lot of people, non gamers alike are starting to use it. Um, I think like even like in business settings and stuff now too, which is kind of crazy surreal, but I think discord is also trying to tend to those audiences as well, or customers, um, in terms of trying to, you know, make that more appealing as well, uh, to those folks. So, but at least initially, uh, it's generally known to be like the, I'd say, yeah, that, that, yeah, at this point, like probably the most popular gaming communication platform there is. I think there used to be like TeamSpeak. I feel like that was generally more associated specifically <laughs> with Counter-Strike and like just general PC games. But um, yeah, Discord, I think, is just the one that kind of hit it, hit it out the park. I guess <laughs> I guess you could say Discord is kind of like. I guess this is more subjective than anything. Discord is kind of like the Facebook of communication platforms. I think that's a safe statement to make. It's like everybody has it. Um, I mean, I guess there could be some things that could be improved, but for the most part, I'm pretty satisfied with Discord. I. I hopped on discord late as well. I want to say I started getting on it like maybe back in, is it 2015, 16 ish? I want to say I didn't use it much then, but, um, in the more recent years now with a lot of friends and stuff on there, that's when I started at least getting on there a little bit more, but um, yeah, so it's, this is pretty huge. Personally, I saw this coming, to be honest. I, I think, I mean, especially considering now that games are becoming more, um, uh, integrated across platforms now with, uh, the very welcomed and, uh, appreciated, uh, cross play integration now that, uh, competing companies are playing nice with, um, games being able to play multiplayer on across different platforms, which is just the most beautiful thing. And it's it, 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 it when you think about it, oh, it was such an arbitrary, like just petty thing to do. Uh, but now uh, it's kind of starting to become a standard for the most part, like generally the most popular games known to man are uh, do have cross play, which, uh, you know, more than likely that trend will keep going uh, now that like, you know, at least the big, the two big competitors, uh, Sony and Microsoft are playing nice now, but all in all, um, that was my issue with cross play that, that, you know, was introduced. Like, I guess technically you have game chat, but now um, with cross platform play, 
you always have the issue of, you know, just having a centralized uh, platform that uh, people on PC use as well as people on console uh, use and be able to both, you know, utilize that uh, where a lot of people are on across different platforms. Like Billy has an Xbox and Tommy got got a PS4 or whatever um, because PF <laughs> because PS5s are always out of stock. But um, yeah, so I think all in all, it just makes uh, just makes the user experience uh, that much more streamlined and accessible, um, which is definitely appreciated. Uh, hopefully uh, Xbox potentially follows suit. Um, they do kind of have some very like I just I'm just going to say it like based straight up half assed integration where it's, um, it is, you know, they, it'll, it'll tell discord, like what, if you're playing a game on Xbox, uh, but that's really, it is no, really no other direct, um, association or integration at all. It's just, you know, uh, uh, oh, he's playing, he's playing, uh, he's playing, um, master chief collection on his, on, on Xbox, you know, could definitely be better. Uh, so hopefully, uh, this might light a fire, uh, fire under Microsoft to, uh, potentially, uh, join, uh, follow suit and, um, you know, get in, uh, some of that, some of that cross play communication goodness, which I, I do hope cause man, it would make, make, uh, I think life for a lot of people on uh, different, uh, platforms much easier. So here's to a much better streamlined and accessible future where pretty much every multi-platform game is cross-play and um hopefully um you know people don't call you the n-word on there you know <laughs> in a perfect world but <laughs> i don't know i really hope that uh that, that doesn't happen, but I mean, <laughs> that's kind of rare. Why would you <laughs> go and randomly go on people's servers and call people the N word? That's, that's messed up. I mean, if you are that person, um, I don't even know what to tell you. Stop. Don't, don't just throw everything away. Everything you own, throw it away. I'm talking to you. <laughs> I don't know who is that directed to. Um, I believe this is going to come into play next year, or I, I believe they said the uh, plan is to fully get this up and running next year, uh, the beginning of next year. So probably around January, February of 2022. Um, but I mean, it doesn't look like it, it, it looks like it's like legit integration where you're literally will be able to communicate with people, um, who are, you know, on discord on their PC or their, um, on the app on their uh, phones, smartphones. Um, so yeah, that is a wonderful thing, man. You love to see it. You love to see it so much. You really do. Thank you. PlayStation. You made the right choice. You really did. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, moving on.
Microsoft um, putting in that work. I mean, one thing you got to give uh, Microsoft credit for, if it's anything, is them um, putting in that effort into uh, pers- pers- preservation, preservation, preservation. That does not sound right. <laughs> preservation um, with uh, their backwards compatibility program, um, which is pretty substantial. And then uh, first, what they uh, they uh, announced that like, Hey, you can, you know, gears three, uh, you could play it, uh, at 4k now. What, what, what type of wizardry? How Microsoft, what are you doing? <laughs> this, how is this possible? <laughs> this is some random dude is just, just, just amazing. Just, just, just shocked and amazed. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't believe it. Microsoft. What is this? Um, so there was that. And then what else came into play? Um, it was, it was some of the game. Yeah. Some, some of the backwards compatible games got upscaled to 4k and I feel like there was something else that they, that was substantial for backwards compatibility. Maybe it wasn't, but I guess either way now, um, Microsoft is doing a a pretty dope thing called FPS boost, which I think we talked about in a previous episode, uh, that I think premiered at, uh, Microsoft's like event for that was at least geared towards developers. I forgot what it was called, but, um, I know a few games started getting it, but now, uh, Xbox just, just let it all out. Just let it all out. Just let it, just let it, just let it all out. So pretty much a huge amount of games, uh, now have a FPS boost, at least at the, at the, at the first, it was started out as a rumor, but it looks now, uh, to be more legit. And, uh, just a reminder of what FPS boost is, is that pretty much most, um, old school and, uh, new, uh, in terms of Xbox games generally, um, I guess it varies game to game, but generally are at least 30 FPS or 60 FPS, uh, with FPS boost, uh, at least the idea concept is to, uh, natively, um, increase the FPS of a game. Like let's say a game that's 30, uh, you can potentially, uh, boost it to 60, or if it's even 60, you can boost it all the way up to 120, um, things like that which is a uh, pretty damn dope. It's like, <laughs> it's like the best of both worlds to an extent. It's like, uh, being on the PC side without, <laughs> without dealing with all the, uh, potential, I'll say that potential troubleshooting and issues you may run into with PC, but, um, it's a beautiful thing, man. Uh, but 97 games now support FPS boost on Xbox. Uh, which is pretty damn crazy. It was a few, I want to say like 20 or so that got announced, um, earlier, at least, uh, a lot of EA's titles like battlefield Titanfall one and two and, uh, so on and so forth. But man, they just, they just went off. You hear me? They went off with this backwards compatibility. Um, 
Uh, it's a it's a huge ass list, but let me I'm gonna touch on a few at least that pique my interest. Uh, pretty much a lot of the Assassin's Creed collection has been boosted to 60 FPS. Uh, I think they were generally th- around 30. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3 remastered, Rogue remastered, the Ezio collection, Unity, um, Battlefield 1, 1 and 4 boosted to 120 FPS. Uh, it does vary between the Series X and the uh, Series S. Uh, so if it's 120 on Series X, in some cases it may still stay on uh, on the Series S, but it potentially could be some um, disparity between the two, depending on, you know, the game, I would assume. But at least it's very apparent in terms of the listing here also. Um, that's crazy. Battlefield 1, 4, Hardline 5 all boosted to 120 FPS on the Series X. You love it. You love to see it. Um, freaking Yakuza 6. That's for me. That's 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 pretty big because Yakuza. I vividly remember only ran at six or 30 FPS, uh, at least on PlayStation. But now with it being ported uh, to Xbox on Game Pass, 60 FPS. Ooh, that buttery smooth. Mm. Mm, make you want to put it on a put on a damn biscuit. Mm. Uh, I'm actually, I kind of want to just dabble in it just to see how, how good it looks. Um, that is, yeah, that's definitely probably one of the biggest for me. Uh, Titanfall, the original Titanfall, as well as Titanfall two, like I mentioned before, they are boosted to 120 FPS. I, uh, I tried, those were one of the early ones, earlier ones, I believe, but I tried it out and I'm not sure if I, I'm not sure if you have to activate it in the menu um, for the game, I would assume they just have it enabled by default, but that might be something I need to check on because I am, I'm in the, uh, the flight program. I forgot what they call it. The beta flight program where basically you get earlier, um, earlier firmware builds of the Xbox operating system before the general public does. And you can choose like how earlier you want where, you know, you potentially may deal with more issues and whatnot, but um, I'm not sure if maybe that potentially could factor in. We'll see. Uh, fallout fallout four 76, uh, 60 FPS. I think they generally were 30. Um, what are some of the far all, pretty much all of the far cry games Four, five new dawn primal, uh, 60 FPS gears of war four. They must be talking about specifically the campaign because I think I remember the campaign being 30. Um, I'm pretty sure because I know the multiplayer was 60, but the campaign was 30 or something like that. So that's cool. Um, golf with your friends. <laughs> it's 120 FPS. <laughs> something about that is just funny to me. It's like, but I mean, when you think about the practicality of it, it does kind of make sense. It's cool either way. Uh, what are some other ones stood out all pretty much all the damn Lego games. A lot of them are 60, some are 120. It's like a mixed bag. Some are 120, some are 60. Um, my friend Pedro, it's a pretty dope game. If you not played it, I think it's still on game pass. It may have lapsed, but 
120 FPS. My goodness, that game basically like Max Payne. If Max Payne and Hotline Miami, yeah. If you um Max Payne and Hotline Miami had a baby, you have my friend Pedro. Um, what else? Smite, 120. Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition, 60. Super Hot, 120. Uh, Skyrim, 60 FPS. Uh, the Evil Within 2, 60 FPS. Um, the Division, 60. Um, it's crazy. Uh, Watch Dogs, 1 and 2, 60. Yeah, so pretty good. Uh, Alien Isolation as well. Um, man, pretty, pretty damn awesome. I, I, you, I mean, you gotta give, uh, Xbox, uh, credit where credit is due. Uh, just not even, uh, you know, letting you play the backwards compatibility, which I mean, more or less, that's kind of like a thing that should be a default, of course, but, uh, even going further than that, but, uh, optimizing some of these games, which I'm always, uh, definitely, a proponent for uh, trying to play these older titles the best way you possibly can, uh, which Microsoft is definitely doing it right in that respect. Um, hopefully PlayStation takes some notes in that regard, but you love to see it. It's so good. It's, it's so great. It's so great. I'm probably going to try some of these. Well, maybe not this, not this weekend with the uh, Resident Evil Village coming out, but uh, I love the potential. Hopefully, like even like like I guess there weren't really any 360 games on here. Maybe, but you never know. <laughs> Come E3, they might drop that bomb. Uh, all 360 titles games are now backwards compatible compatible with 120 FPS support. We don't know how we did it, but we did. It. <laughs> like what? <laughs> how does that work? Ah, oh, teach me your ways. I need to know. I must. I must know. Tell me. I'm dying to know. He's a wizard. He's a wizard, Harry. Um, moving on. Konami. What is that? What does that invoke emotion wise to you when it, when you hear that word Konami? Um, probably pain, <laughs> pain is probably the, I, if I could think pain is probably a general consensus, I'd say pain, disappointment, anguish, disgust. Do, should I go on? I won't. I think I've, I think I've gotten my point across. Um, so Konami, um, there has been a, we, we've discussed, there's been a lot of rumors in regards to, um, potential IPs or, you know, of course, established iconic IPs like Silent Hill and uh, Metal Gear. Uh, the murmurings are going around that, you know, potentially there is going to be a remake or continuation. I think more so remake for Metal Gear and a continuation of Silent Hill, or I think there was both. I think there was rumors that there was both a continuation of Silent Hill as well as a reboot in some weird way and how that was going to work. But nonetheless, um, 
with that being in mind, it's uh, this kind of, uh, well, I mean, sweetens the tea, if you will, uh, in terms of a, a tweet from Konami recently, uh, basically in a statement. Let me, <laughs> let me get, let me get my, <laughs> get my, I gotta, I'm gonna sit for this. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm trying. Okay. Um, due to timing, we will not be ready to present at E3 this year. We want to reassure our fans that we are in deep development on a number of key projects. So please stay tuned for some updates in the coming months. While we are not participating this year, we have great respect for the ESA and know that 2021 will be a great success. We will continue to support the ESA and wish the best to all participants at this year's show. <laughs> oh, that gets me every damn time. Um, so I guess what's interesting is, well, yeah, what's interesting is Co one Konami actually announcing that they aren't coming to E3, which in turn, I mean, considering that, I don't think Konami necessarily had a presence these past couple E3s. Well, the ones that were actually, uh, you know, disregarding the one that was canceled, but. I don't think they necessarily had a presence at E3s unless I guess they're maybe um, what promote <laughs> promoting their damn p pachinko machines. Uh, <laughs> shouts out to uh, what's his name? <laughs> I got to do it. <laughs> Push, Push the, the lever. lever. <laughs> uh, Jim Sterling. Um, yeah, I don't think they. um I don't recall them at least of course for sure for from a video oh no they did you're right damn yeah because they they did recently come out with contra and boy oh oh god we know how uh how bad that game is um what else it was it was contra oh yeah they still um they still uh are doing that football game or soccer in the u.s uh Pez, I think it's called. I think they were still doing the soccer games as well. So I guess they had a very small, uh, I guess, gaming presence. But yeah, nothing, nothing close to what it used to be in a in a Kojima, Kojima inhibited uh, company. But no, no, we got we got Pez and we got a. Uh, what is a damn peasant and contra booty booty op? <laughs> contra booty ops four. <laughs> oh man, I don't know about you. I'm I'm trying to play this contra booty ops four. Ooh, the butt cheek physics. <laughs> uh, butt cheek physics are 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 to die for, man. <laughs> The booty clap mechanics. What? Get out of here. <laughs> I don't like what I'm making right now. Let me stop. Um. So, yeah, I mean, 
I feel, I guess it doesn't confirm nor deny the rumors, but I feel like maybe a little bit more so confirms because I think people are very much hyped up about the potential of, you know, Metal Gear coming back as well as, um, of, uh, Silent Hill as well. Of course, you know, with the biggest indicators like freaking, uh, what's her name? Is her name Sarah? The main, um, protagonist from Silent Hill one, uh, Sarah Mason, I think. And uh, Pyramid Head, of course, in uh, both in, in Dead by Daylight. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's it. it I, I think Konami would be dumb to not not acknowledge and or still. Um, churn those IPs out in some way, shape or form, whether it be like the rumors of Sony potentially just buying or partnering with Konami for exclusivity and front up the cost to have it developed and stuff like that or what, but mm, I don't know, man, I guess we'll see time will tell. Maybe we'll might get something. Maybe Konami might do it. I guess this could potentially be perceived as Konami just doing their own thing. But the fact that they say they, they really reinstated, we have great respect for ESA and know what the, that 2020 will be a great success. Yeah, I guess not. We'll see. Maybe they, they might, but I feel like if they did, they would want to associate with E3, which is the biggest platform where all their eyes, all eyes are generally, you know, in attention is, uh, is on. So we'll see, I guess we'll see. Moving on. Um, I can type if I can type. So, um, judgment. Um, I, I, I missed it. Judgment. Um, pretty much Yakuza. <laughs> well, I guess pretty much y- Yakuza, uh, what's going to be Yakuza going forward now, considering, uh, the, the success that was Yakuza seven, um, is, uh, was apparently leaked. Uh, the sequel, uh, was leaked on PSN. I believe the Japanese store. Um, and yeah, so I think, uh, well, this was before there was like a week, uh, or like some primer or whatever, like a week before where they're doing a giveaway on their Twitter uh, Ryu Gago Toku studios, uh, regarding judgment. Well, they called it judgment day. Oh, that, that does sound cool. Judgment day. <laughs> um, so it wasn't really apparent or clear what it was going to be, but I know a lot of people are speculating that it was going to be the PC port of judgment, which currently has this weird, I guess, at least what everybody's assuming, a uh, exclusivity clause with uh stadia of all freaking platforms, freaking stadia. <laughs> I mean, sure. You got exclusivity, uh, for stadia over steam. So they must've paid them a pretty ass penny for that. But I digress. Um, yeah. So people were thinking that maybe we would get a, a announcement, uh, for the release date for the PC version, which is pretty much, 
Is that the it's the only version? I don't think it came out on Xbox yet. So I guess yeah, technically outside of PlayStation Five, I think it's no, I think it is on Xbox. I'm pretty sure. Let me let me fact check real quick. Pretty certain. Judgment. Yeah, cause I think along the along the um the PlayStation Five version, the Series X version. Yeah, yeah, it is on Series X. Okay, so Series X and PS Five, but they do you have to buy it again if you want to upgrade it to the from PS Four to PS Five, which is dumb. It's stupid. Um, so yeah, we got a, <laughs> a picture <laughs> it's funny as hell. Uh, on the picture. Uh, I can't do it justice, but you got, you got me. It looked like he, he peeping in somebody's peeping at somebody's door while they sleep. <laughs> he, he got the doors open and he's like, Hey, Hey, so Hey, we got some cases to solve. <laughs> uh, you got me, you got something I need to solve right now. Oh, let me, let me, let me. I'm on the case. <laughs> so what? I didn't even tell you to go. I didn't even tell you to solve anything. I'm on the case. Don't worry about it. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I, I pretty much saw it coming. I feel like with uh Ryu Gotoku studios, I think it's, we'll see. I think it's likely going to play, play out like this where Yakuza is not going to be a turn-based, uh, JRPG and then um judgment is going to be what yakuza used to be uh as a you know traditional beat 'em up uh action adventure type game which i mean in the grand scheme of things i'm okay with i understand if you know Ryuga Gotoku Studios has to you know expand flesh out uh spread their wings if you will uh it's just unfortunate that um um, I just love me, love me that classic beat 'em up Yakuza formula that Yakuza has been known for up until Yakuza seven. So it, uh, it hurts a little bit, but you know, it's okay. I'll be all right. <laughs> I'll live <laughs> the title though. That's, uh, <laughs> the title is, is interesting. Lost, <laughs> Lost judgment. <laughs> I feel like that's more accurate. You, you're like, you're uncertain about it. <laughs> Lost, Lost judgment. judgment? <laughs> you're not sure yet of what, if you should judge or not. <laughs> Lost, Lost judgment. judgment? <laughs> oh man. I want, I want that. I want this game to have an announcer that freaking <laughs> says it exactly like Every time that, that, that's a must. That's a must. Ryu Gotoku Studios, if you listen, please, I beg of you. <laughs> I beg of you. Just, just do that for me. I, I mean, I, I could give you this. Lost judgment or lost judgment? Ah, <laughs> oh, I really, I need that in my life. I really do. I really, really do. Um, 
And then I, in Japan, I know that the title is different where it's judge eyes, but for the West, it's uh judgment. So yeah, that's going to be interesting. Be, lost judge eyes. <laughs> it's like, what, what does that mean? Um, wow. Yeah. I guess maybe if it's mistranslated, but, um, Hmm. Interesting title. Um, I'm curious to see the, hopefully, uh, what quick, what 30 second trailer may give us a little, a little insight on what that means. So you, cause you got, you got Yagami peeping out, peeping in somebody's door. And then you got the title lost, Lost, Lost judgment, judgment? <laughs> or kind of like friendship. Lost, Lost judgment, judgment. judgment? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It'll probably grow on me. I would assume, but um, interesting either way. I definitely hope we get some uh, get some uh, Yakuza character cameos. Uh, at least from the main game, they were kind of tame. But I want some. I want some deep ones. Give me, give me, give me, give me some deep ones. I want to see Kiryu, um, Kiryu like killed a dude with his fists. Well, no. Oh my God. That, that would be actually pretty dope. Cause <laughs> the ongoing, the ongoing, uh, discussion in terms of the, uh, the Yakuza community, uh, in terms of, you know, uh, did does Kiryu kill has Kiryu killed a man where, you know, in a lot of cases it's, <laughs> it's pretty apparent. He killed some people. Um, Oh, that would be so damn well. That would, that would be ultimate fan service. Uh, yeah. Like it'd be like a, a sub story or I forgot. I think they're called cases in judgment. Kiryu is confronted about this. Like, uh, we've seen you kill all these people. Kiryu. Um, how, what do you have to say for that? And then what it'd be like, Yagami's trying to stand up for him or telling him to, to say what he should say. Ah, uh, ah, uh, come on. Ryu got Gotoku studios. Please do this. Oh, uh, that'd be great. That'd be so good. Ah, <sighs> I need it. I need it. Please, please do it. Um, that would be good. I, I would really like that. Just, just, the have a little slight more integration uh, or fan service for fans of the Yakuza games would be pretty dope. Um, it seems like they're, they're generally trying to stay to their own thing, not trying to muddy up the waters, I guess, but I think it'd be pretty cool, especially considering now that um, the next Yakuza will probably, you know, stick to the, to the RPG, the RPG, um, I guess motif now. So, cool. Hey, as long as I can beat somebody up, I'm fine. Okay. As long as I can kick somebody in the face, I'm fine. I'm satisfied. Now I can kick people, kick people in the face in the name of justice. (laughs) So I don't feel as bad now. (laughs) I don't feel as guilty, right? You know, I don't feel as guilty. You even justice. Um, (laughs) oh man, I love it so much. Cool. We, we got a sequel guys. We got a sequel to judgment. Now we can, (laughs) we can continue judging people. I love it. I love it so much. Moving on.
Uh, man, some pretty sad news. Um, so, um, giant bomb, uh, pretty much three, uh, of the, I guess you could say was somewhat founding, uh, I guess (laughs) founding people of giant bomb more or less are leaving, uh, Vinny Caravella, Alex Navarro, Brad Shoemaker, uh, they announced in a podcast, their uh, giant bomb casts, I want to say Tuesday nightish, um, that they're all leaving, which is it's, that's pretty sad, but I mean, um, it seems like it's, uh, generally like, you know, I think they got bought by another company. They got sold from CBS and bought by, um, I think they, it was some marketing company, red media or something like that. Uh, which, you know, I, I would assume there that entails a lot of, uh, you know, iffiness, weirdness, and, you know, restructuring and all that, all that lovely stuff that gets entailed with that. But, um, at least at the end of the day, they, uh, are leaving, um, which is crazy. Uh, it, and I guess what makes that, you know, all the more like, I guess, crazy is how gradually some of the other folks that have been, you know, generally associated with giant bomb for so long, uh, leaving as well, like Ben pack, uh, who else, uh, Dan Riker, who's doing his own thing now and a couple other people, but generally, uh, I think for people that have been following at least games media for so long, like, I think you generally could, could see giant bomb is like, I mean, for the most part being like one of the founding, uh, you know, companies that kind of did, um, did media games, media now, well, games, media now before (laughs) like Twitch and stuff are doing it now, if that makes sense, which is kind of crazy when you think about it, they kind of were, like Twitch before Twitch really in terms of like their content and content producing and stuff like that, which is at least for me definitely has been an inspiration in terms of especially this podcast and, and things like that. So it's pretty sad uh, just seeing an end of like what feels like an end of an era um, as somebody who's been a fan of their podcast and generally their content as well. So uh hope they all, uh, wish them all the best in terms of their future endeavors and what they uh, do plan on doing afterward of uh, Giant Bomb and definitely uh, want to thank them for the good times, the the comfort, the what's the what's the word? The. Um, damn it. What is what am I looking for? The uh, reassurance, maybe? I don't know. Um, presence. That's it. That's a good one. Um, yeah. So had to. uh give them, give them a shout out. Cause man, uh, I know <laughs> a lot of people are devastated, but I mean, at the same time, they've been, man, a lot of them been, been with the company for like 10 years. I mean, more like to almost 20 years for some of these people, which is crazy. Like they've, their, <laughs> their children have grown up like with them. And it's kind of surreal when you think about it, but yeah. So crazy stuff, man. And it, I guess what, what, uh, what's interesting too, is like, it kind of brings up another, I guess, topic about like, 
where media and gaming media is kind of going now to where it's like, uh, what is, what is the word? I don't know. It's like, um, I feel like generally Twitch is kind of, um, well, let me rephrase like our generation, this new generation is kind of, uh, is starting like a new, I guess, theme, if that makes sense, where it's like, it feels like drastically different than, um, you know, the olden days and like the giant bombs and stuff now where it's like, it seems like media is going in a more different direction which I know they've, they've kind of discussed. That's kind of a factor as to, I guess, potentially why they've stopped and, you know, uh, as well as, you know, <laughs> the internet being the internet in terms of people and, and whatnot. And, you know, <laughs> uh, trolls being trolls. So, uh, which is unfortunate as well. You know, when you think about it, just the, the times that are changing now, but that's the way the cookie crumbles, I guess, you know. I guess so. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I think that concludes all of the news for this week. So let's get into what I've been playing, which, uh, oh my God, it's been a lot, to be honest. It has been a lot. Um, specifically, um, Monster Hunter Rise. So with that new update that dropped, uh, put, uh, some decent time into it, um, with, I am, man, where I'm, I'm on level, I'm level 33, I think, um, where pretty much I beat who did I beat the, um, what is the new monsters? There's the freaking um, what is his name? I don't remember his name. Actually, did, did, is this what I talked about last episode? Maybe I misremembered. I don't think I did play after that. Or did I? I don't think I did. Maybe I did. Maybe this was, this was, <laughs> It's a figment of my imagination. I guess not. So I thought I did, but I guess I did. <laughs> um, but outside of that, um, I did play uh, Returnal, which is the, I guess the, hmm, what? Well, one of the first, I guess, big uh, PlayStation Five exclusives, I guess, to come out since launch. I think that's safe, safe to say. Um, yeah, I, I played about three, four hours. I want to say, um, not, not necessarily too much, but, uh, let me get on my soapbox real quick. <laughs> um, I get, I don't know if this could be attributed to the PlayStation five or returnal. I feel like it's more on returnal than the PlayStation five, but either way, let me give you a little bit of backstory before this. Um, so got returnal. I was like, let me go, let me go up, try this, play this out or whatever, and put the disc in PS5. Uh, so physical, uh, put the disc in the PS5. Um, it, for some reason it wasn't copying. So 
uh, what would a person of common sense uh, do if on the screen the, the it says to copy or install whatever. So that's what I did. I hit I hit copy install. And when it did it, I think it it was getting all the way up to I want to say 80, 90 percent. And then pretty much shortly after that, it uh then it then gave me an error saying we can't install this or it, it shot some weird error, I think. Uh, but then I think while I was installing and copying, I was also downloading the latest update for the game. So that was another issue in of itself. But um, yeah, so I was like, OK, the game's not installed. So I kept trying to install and it wasn't wasn't installing. It kept giving the error. So I was like, OK, let me just fully restart the PS5. So I did that, restarted it and then uh, tried it again. And then it did not work. So I end up looking, looking, looking this error up that it gave me. It said basically when I looked it up, <laughs> the guy was like, this is the simplest shit ever. Basically, you don't tell it to copy. You wait like generally 15 to 20 minutes or so. And then it'll naturally just copy on its own. Which is like, uh, what? Why? All right. Okay, whatever. So it then copied fully copied over. So like, cool. All right. So we good. So, uh, I then get around to actually playing the game and then it had this issue where it wasn't installing the update for it. So the update would download, but it wouldn't set it some error that it can install or something I'm like, okay. So then I look this up and then they say, basically you need to play the game first and get to like the ship or something like that. And then after that, uh, it, the update should apply, which is, that is like, what? That is the weirdest thing ever. But either way, it technically worked, I guess. So it installed that. So <laughs> with those two things, I was like, all right, this game is getting on my bad side already. I haven't even played the damn game, um, which mind you, this hasn't happened with any of the launch games I got when the PS5 came out, um, Demon Souls and... Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, and, uh, I think Devil May Cry five special edition as well. Um, so I was like, okay, all right. So yeah. So I was like, all right, all right, Returnal, you're, you're <laughs> you, you, you really not, not give me a good impression right now. So after all that's all the way, I was like, okay, I'd started playing the game. Uh, I will say for the, from a gameplay standpoint, it is pretty damn solid. It's very solid. Uh, the gunplay does feel pretty good, but, um, I'm not sure how I feel about the roguelike, uh, aspect of it. Uh, at least, uh, some backstory. I, I, I am familiar with the rogue, uh, like formula where, you know, um, you have a, well, at least the general template is that you are likely when you die, it's what's the word. There are consequences. Well, I guess in this case, severe consequence consequence where you have to start all over again, but, um, it doesn't feel overwhelming or overbearing or whatever, you know, which is fair. So I've played probably the most, I guess, um, accessible rogue like I played recently, um, if any was Hades, which is, I think at least my frame of reference going into this. So 
it does have some same like i guess beats in terms of you know having a loop of you know uh a, i guess what's the official term for like a run i think it's a run i think that's the technical term in terms of like basically an attempt to technically beat the game but it's like i don't even think if you beat the game you technically beat the game if that makes sense um yeah it could i guess it could kind of get confusing but um i'm not sure of that but i'm not sure how i feel about the nature of that where you know procedural generated environments and every time is technically different um We'll see, but it, it does seem to provide some, you know, substantial story beats to kind of like slowly unveil the cover as to why you're in this loop, because that's basically part of the story as well, where they do kind of somewhat slightly explain why this is a loop, but not fully explain it. But, you know, there's there's enough uh, there's general explanation with a good amount of intrigue and curiosity as well, like kind of baked in as, you know, in addition to that. So, um, but yeah, the gameplay is pretty solid. Uh, I got it. I got the melee sword. Um, the weapons feel good. Um, it definitely feels very arcadey, which, um, definitely is up my alley as well. Uh, you, you have a sense of speed and urgency, which is pretty cool. Um, I do like the mechanic, it's a pretty cool mechanic. It's kind of like gears of war active reload with halos reload of alien weapons. If that makes sense, where basically when you overheat the gun, it'll overheat and then give you a gears of war, like, um, active reload, like, uh, I guess, um, area where you can hit reload again. And it'll, I think it boosts your damage similar to active reload too. So it's kind of like the alien weapon version of active reload, which is pretty, pretty cool. They do also have this, um, mechanic, I think it's called adrenaline where pretty much if you shoot, if you kill all your enemies without taking a hit, uh, it'll boost your, you'll get random, I think boosts to your, um, overall stats or something like that which is a pretty cool incentive to, you know, play the game better. <laughs> so, um, it's definitely a lot I do like about it, but, um, then, then come, comes the news about this. Um, there's, I guess the recent patch, uh, will mess up your saves completely. And then that's another thing too, where I think that's one issue I also have with this game is that, you technically can't save, um, which pretty much I think all of the other roguelites generally do let you save. Um, so which with this one, they basically housemark the developer of this game, basically instructed people to utilize the PS five rest mode feature, which I mean, for most, I, I'd say a, a general amount, a decent amount of people is problematic. Uh, personally, I, I don't have any issues with rest mode, but I know a lot of people have had issues where when using rest mode, it potentially could brick their console or some other issues where, um, yeah, the console won't even wake up. You have to actually turn it off and then turn it on to actually use it and stuff like that. So, uh, I mean, yeah trying to 
tell you to re- rely on uh, somewhat of a uh, unreliable <laughs> method uh, or mode, I think is probably not the best approach. Um, so, but I mean, I think technically the game does save your progress in terms of permanent um, progression where there, I do feel there are hints of that uh, permanent aggr- uh, progress, progressive like items and stuff like Haley Hades where you um, do get certain items and they do permanently buff you uh, for your next playthrough and, and things like that. So it, uh, the game does look really good. Uh, um, I heard, I guess apparently it's 1080p or something like that. I guess maybe I'm assuming 1080p upscaled to 4k or something like that, but uh, I don't know, whatever they doing, they are some magical wizards or something. Cause I like can barely notice. It looks like really good for, uh, I guess supposedly 1080p upscaled to 4k, but I guess that's maybe yet to be fully confirmed or whatnot, but, um, it looks, it looks like a PS five game. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. It's like, man, okay, this is next gen. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, trying to think if there's anything, I guess going back to the save thing, I guess the recent update that came out, I want to say yesterday or so also like is corrupting saves, uh, as well of, of the, the things you can actually like permanently, uh, keep with you on the next playthrough. So it's like with all that combined, I'm like, all right, <laughs> That was, that was two strikes. Now this one's like, okay, that's the last strike for me. I'm a, I'll come back to you at some point, but I don't know. This is until y'all get some of this stuff fixed and, uh, I'll probably revisit, but I'm like, I don't have the patience for, <laughs> for this game right now. So yeah, we'll see. But all, all in all, I, I was, I did enjoy what I played, uh, when I played, but you know, I died through, over some BS in terms of some corridor, I wasn't aware of that. You, it felt like it was, um, level gated where, you know, like <laughs> it's almost the equivalent of like in destiny, when you go to an area where you shouldn't be in, like <laughs> they don't even have levels over the head. They have like skulls where it's like, uh, you about to fucking die. <laughs> they just touch you and you dead instantly. Um, kind of got those vibes. I'm like, oh, all right. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. So, um, yeah, so that was returnal. Um, at some point I'll probably revisit it, but what resident evil eight and other games coming out anytime soon. Speaking of resident evil eight, uh, did play the, what uh, the, the annoying convolutedness of resident evil, man, the church slash village demo, um, this past weekend, which opened up to everybody now, where previously it was only the PlayStation five people. The first week was the, the village demo. Then the, the next weekend after that was the, the church demo, but you can only play uh, a half hour within an eight hour period. Um, but if you, uh, put your booty hole in the sky and you prayed, to, um, the, the buttermilk bandit, um, you would actually get, um, (laughs) and you put in a cheat code, the classic, uh, contra contra cheat code. You can actually get, uh, and play the demo, uh, infinitely, but I didn't want to reveal that information yet, but (laughs) 
I'm just still reeling over how poor, poorly handled this demo process was. It's just unnecessarily obtuse, but I digress. So with the demo this past weekend, you could play the village demo and the church demo, basically both of the demos that were exclusive the previous weeks, uh, weekends. Um, you can, you had an hour, uh, well, you technically you have an hour to play both of them now up until the release. Um, since that was another thing I think we talked about already, but they extended the demo to a week now, uh, up until the release of the game tonight. Um, so yeah. Um, so pretty much up until now you have an hour, you have an hour to play either both the demos or you can play just the one demo, uh, either village or the church demo. Um, so yeah, I did that. <laughs> I played damn. I like play like probably like three hours of the demo <laughs> played that shit like crazy. Uh, but I was curious to mess with the other versions. So I played now that it's multi-platform. Now I played the, uh, series X version, um, the PC version, as well as the PlayStation Y version again. Um, and I have to say at least all of them are pretty consistent. Didn't really notice any differences at all. Um, I guess probably maybe the biggest difference of course with PC being that, um, you get that, that buttery smooth, uh, utilization of, uh, HDMI 2.1 being able to utilize, um, the, uh, 120 FPS on a 4k display, which is, uh, pretty glorious. I have to say, uh, I was messing with ray tracing on and off with, uh, my 3090 and, um, man, it's impressive. I have to say, uh, if you have ray tracing on, uh, you get roughly about 80 to 90 frames, um, in that kind of ballpark. At least I was getting, uh, 3090 with the uh, I seven 7700 K. Um, and yeah, man, it's really good really, really good. Oh, so, so buttery. So buttery. I wanted to, I wanted to lick the screen. I really did. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty smooth experience. I have to say, um, with ray tracing off, got like pretty much a solid 120, which is crazy. I thought, I thought they said it would, well, I don't think they said what the expectations would be, um, depending on your hardware, just the minimum and recommended specs. But Resident Evil is Resident Evil in, and I was loving it. So, um, yeah. Hmm. It was so good. So, yeah. Um, I mean, outside of that, demos were pretty much the same, just the hour limit. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready. Tonight. Tonight. I'm ready. Um, so yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I laughed at this, but, um, I think for, well, no, I know what happened. So, uh, basically I found out recently that Streets of Rage remake got a substantial update, uh, version 5.2. Um, I think I played 5.1, but it seemed like that was it, that they weren't working on it anymore because I know back in 2011 when at least the game initially uh came out was announced i, I guess uh or i think they they announced they released a beta or something like that uh come to find out that uh sega 
gave them a good old cease and desist, uh, to basically, um, which I'm pretty sure just stopped everything. So they stopped working on it. I assume, or maybe they still were working on it. Uh, well, I guess that was the case considering that version 5.1 dropped back in 2015 ish, 16, I think maybe even earlier, but, uh, played that loved it. Um, you know, it was a couple bugs and issues there, but, uh, I guess apparently this, this 5.2 update came out in like November of last year. I'm like, what, where was, what I, I needed to know this, but yeah, straight up five version 5.2 of the remake came out. Um, I'm not sure what the relationship is between them and Sega now. I guess maybe they're just being hush hush about it since I guess I'll explain why I didn't know about it. So maybe that could be it. But either way, they, they fully updated it. Um, at least a couple of notes was at least the version before 5.2, uh, you were kind of restricted to, um, 800 by 600 dimensions where it was basically like four, three, uh, aspect rate ratio. And, uh, now, with updated does give you widescreen support, which is very appreciated. Cause, uh, I mean, if what, what you ain't living unless you utilize all your screen, you know, you ain't, <laughs> you ain't living until you get <laughs> until your whole screen is utilized. Right. Um, huge update there. Um, notice some of the characters, they added some animations, I know, uh, Adam, probably my favorite character of the game, uh, his, uh, star, his level two star move. I think they did some work on that one where it, uh, it, the animation is completely different and new, uh, as to where it looked very similar to his star level, level three star move. So you got that. And then, um, I, I think this is new, but maybe it was in the previous one. I don't know, but uh, freaking Rue. I was talking about it on, I was gushing about it on Twitter, freaking Rue, uh, the, the kangaroo, um, he can, uh, at least in the, the, the streets race three, he could never, he could not pick up weapons or use them. But in, uh, the remake, at least in this version, uh, 5.2, he can actually pick up, uh, an attack with his mouth, <laughs> holding the weapons in his mouth, whether it be the pipe, a knife, uh, he even got uh, dedicated special moves with the knife. Uh, I think just the knife, but ah, it was, it was, it was like, it was just the cute little, uh, kangaroo got, got the pipe in it. Well, all right, let's not take it that way, but you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it was, ugh. and then, uh, I think some of the other modes, I don't think I necessarily messed with, uh, in the pre the version before this, but pretty awesome. Like, man, they had the freaking boss boss rush mode where pretty much you, you know, uh, basically a gauntlet of, uh, fighting all the bosses. They have it set for each game, uh, streets rage one, two, and three, and they have a remake version, which I'm assuming is basically <laughs> collectively all the bosses of all the games, which is, I've not gotten that far. I think I only got silver for that one, but they have a freaking event mode where, you know, you're basically doing challenges like, um, for example, the, the, uh, elevator level in streets rage three, um, where, you know, 
basically uh, a throw throw city where you pretty much <laughs> at least I would I just try to throw everybody off that actually is an event where you basically have to throw everybody off if they die before you throw them off uh, you fail and then they have the inverse of that which is to keep everybody on the um, on the elevator and uh, if if somebody does fall off you fail too so that's actually been the most challenging for me I managed to do pretty much every one every single one except the one where you have to keep them on the elevator uh but man it's it's fun man freaking ah, it's fun uh it's fun it's like these are clearly fans of the series you could definitely tell just the heart uh that went into this game it's very like it is it is damn near perfect in my opinion definitely one of the my favorite fan games for sure let alone one of my favorite games of all time i definitely can confidently say that um i do recommend it if you haven't uh if you well if you have a pc since that's pretty much technically the only platform you can utilize it for but um oh and i freaking forgot that too they they freaking added achievements which is pretty dope i mean it's course meaningless considering that this is in isn't on xbox or places but it's pretty cool just something to kind of go for which is pretty awesome and you know hopefully maybe one day sega may maybe like you know what let's let's go ahead and go ahead and uh put this on platforms i don't know but <laughs> the achievements are pretty fun it's one <laughs> i forgot there's one with uh basically there's a cheat in the game uh in the the game has a shop where you can buy, you know, games. Uh, you can buy cheats like infinite lives and, and uh, characters and stuff like that. Uh, basically, one of the cheats is to play. I think it's a the beta version of Blaze, where pretty much when uh, she's doing the kicking animation, you can see her uh, her underwear. <laughs> We're just like, all right. But basically, there's a there's an achievement if you actually kick, if you uh um kill a final boss with uh, a move that exposes her, her uh, underwear. <laughs> um, you get achievement for that basically, uh, which is like, <laughs> it's creative and funny at the same time. But um, <laughs> it's like, all right, sure. Okay. I guess um, stupid stuff like that uh, to kill all the uh, robot Mr. X's uh, see all the, the branching paths. I mean, uh, this game is such a damn love letter, uh, to the street charade series for sure. And it's, it's glorious. You got, they added like, um, bike fighting moments where you're riding a bike and fighting. Ugh, it's so good. They also, they also added the, um, they added, um, the classic soundtrack now, uh, before they didn't have the classic soundtrack, they just had the remade soundtrack, which I know for some purists, they, uh, would prefer it. Or at least myself, I, I messed with the original soundtrack. And then I, uh, after a couple playthroughs, I went to the, um, to the, uh, the classic soundtrack, which is damn near one-to-one for pretty much every level. Uh, you know, they definitely, they, they did some slight restructuring of some of the paths where, uh, I mean, for the most part, Street of Rage 3 suffered the most, which is, I think, for a lot of people, not that big a deal. <laughs> because, uh, but a lot of it makes sense. They, like, interwove 
uh, pretty much all of the games. And then you can also branch out if you want to start in one and then branch out to one or two or three. You can do that with uh, the the branching paths, which is pretty dope, man. Ugh, the game is so damn good, man. I, I cannot recommend it enough. If you're a beat em up fan, fan of fan of beat em ups, this is whew, one of the best. It really is. Um, I I think I've put 20 hours to do it so far <laughs> since over this weekend. I started playing it. Um, it is good. It's really good, man. Ah, uh, so enough, enough gushing about Street Rage remake. Um, something else I was actually getting into, I guess, kind of for the most part, I think it's related, but, um, <laughs> I've, I'm actually done or doing a hobby outside of video games. I mean, it's, it's crazy to believe, but, uh, it's true. <laughs> and that is, uh, I'm actually, uh, hacking or getting a soft modding, modding, hacking, whatever you want to call it. But I'm actually, uh, working on, um, modding, uh, my PS2 basically, um, where for those that don't know, in terms of modding your PS2, uh, you can technically, I guess it's a soft mod. So let me, let me, I guess, define that real quick for people that may not know, but soft modding is basically, um, a mod that you can do temporarily or as long as you have whatever component. So in the case for a PS2, uh, all you need is a, a memory card that's loaded with um, a software called Free McBoot, which basically will soft mod your PS2 as long as you have the memory card uh, in place when you boot it up. So that's technically soft mining because if I remove that memory card uh, with that software, it'll revert back to its basic, um, you know, like it's a still a PS2. Um, if you hard modding, well, I guess it's not really called hard modding, but if you mod it, um, that's like basically manipulating, generally manipulating the chip on a console or doing something generally physical, like a soldering something on, 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 uh, the actual board or chip and, you know, definitely involving a lot more work than I'd be willing to do. But after doing some research on it, I'm like, this seems pretty easy and, uh, the benefits are pretty damn great. So pretty much what I did is I got a two terabyte hard drive and, uh, you need that if you want to load games off your hard drive, which is much faster than the disc or, or, you know, playing them from the disc. And of course you can also store a lot of games as well. Um, but the, uh, network adapter for the PS2, um, is IDE, which is <laughs> ancient now in today's standards, but you can actually get a adapter off Amazon, whatever, uh, that actually is a SATA and connects to the PS2 that way, which, uh, basically I wanted the best of both worlds, uh, because you can also mod if you have an existing uh, PS2 network adapter, you can mod the uh, adapter to have a SATA port on it, which was the route I took. At first, I just tried the uh, SATA adapter, but um, with the SATA adapter you get off Amazon, they don't have a Ethernet capability, which is uh, something you're limited to if you want to um, try that. 
Um, or if you want the network capability, or for example, if you want to play a game online still, which is what I did actually with uh, Resident Evil Outbreak, where I, I loaded that game on and then I um, basically told it where to go and then was able to uh, get it online, which is man, ugh, man, the, 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 I guess nostalgic feels were uh, on a level like no other. It's one thing to play it on PC on a P, uh, PS2 emulator, but actually playing it on legit um, hardware, uh, man, it uh, it uh, a little little piece of my heart was a uh, a little tear came out a little bit. No, I'm not I'm lying. Um, it was very sentimental. I definitely will say, especially. <laughs> this uh, PS2 I have is the literally the PS2 I've had since 2001, which is kind of crazy, man. Like literally mo- most of your life and then being able to come back to it and play it and breathe new life into it is um always fascinating me personally. So definitely partial part of the reason why I went down this route, but um, yeah, so modded the, my, uh, PS2 network adapter to be, um, attached to the, uh, PS2. So now I have, I can use SATA devices as well as, uh, have the network capability. Um, I got my adapter really bent cause it came from like China or something, but I was like, all right, let me, let me at least try it. It didn't seem like it would not, it, the condition that it, it was in didn't seem like it was work cause it it was bent all the way out of place, but it straight up did work. I like, wow. Okay. Or I guess, sure. So we had that going. Um, but man, let me tell you some of the woes of this. Like it's a lot of damn troubleshooting <laughs> I had to do. I think it'd be easier if you didn't get such a large, uh, drive bigger than one terabyte. I think if you're under one terabyte, you wouldn't run into his, to the issues I ran into where basically you had to, there's some software on the PC you can get to format it to actually play nice. But I think because the drive is too big, it, uh, in, in this software is pretty ancient. Uh, it didn't see it properly or couldn't actually format it properly. So the workaround you had to do, <laughs> I'm trying to truncate this as much as possible. The workaround you had to do is you had to actually put it in the PS2 and boot it up and then um, had to get a a custom version of free McBoot or whatever. And then uh, since that version specialized in format and larger than one terabyte drives. So did that actually formatted it. And then I ran into some issues there where it didn't seem like it was properly formatted for one way or another, but eventually figured that out and then, and then had to revert back to the latest version of the, the firmware, which for some reason, I think it messed with the, the memory card I had. So I had to get another one and then, yeah, eventually figured it out and then got the, got the hard drive working, was able to load the games on and then somewhat enjoy it. And it was, it was glorious, really glorious. Um, being able to play these games and, you know, get all the cool art and, um, um, well, yeah, mainly the art and kind of the have somewhat of a, I don't know, cool experience was pretty, pretty awesome. The payoff was 
more or less worth it. I think it depends on your, your preference and patience with these things. But, uh, I'd say just pretty fascinating, pretty interesting to kind of mess with and, you know, uh, at least for somebody from an IT standpoint, at least get a better understanding and figure out how some of these systems work in general. Um, which is pretty cool, but it was pretty fun. One of my favorite consoles all time, breathing more life into it and making it more optimized, uh, for me to play down the road is pretty, it's pretty fun. I have to say, so I think I found my new hobby, um, (laughs) which is technically, technically not outside, uh, outside of the realm of video games, but, uh, I enjoyed it nonetheless. Uh, I think I, I, I'm not sure if I mentioned, but I was, I, I was hacking some of my other consoles before on and off, like, um, my Nintendo Wii and the Wii U recently as well. Um, but, uh, they weren't as, they didn't feel as worth it because, uh, at least for the Wii U, I really wanted to like, at least my ideals was to have, uh, play Nintendo DS games. Cause like, clearly that's, that'd be perfect to like where you can, you know, have the double screen experience. But uh, didn't really pan out that way. It seems like, at least as of now, uh, software to or at least a dedicated DS emulator is not really up and running as of yet. So maybe a couple years down the road, may revisit it. But still, fun experience either way. Uh, probably my next plan after PS2, which I'm still running some issues where I'm ideally trying to transfer games over the network to the PS2, which has been kind of hit or miss. It's, it was working in some cases, but, uh, at least recently I've been trying to do it. It hasn't. So it's been very iffy, which, you know, I guess <laughs> I kind of expect for like what, a damn near 20 year old system, but, uh, it's still fun just to kind of tinker and try to get the get the best version optimize, um, this, 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 I guess, legacy, (laughs) uh, relic of time, if you will. But, uh, it's been pretty fun. So, uh, when, when I fully figure out the PS2, my plan is probably to start mess with the original Xbox since, uh, at least from some of the research I did, it doesn't seem necessarily that difficult. I know you have to get some specialized discs, um, that have an exploit that lets you like basically, you know, get into the system to actually install, um, you know, custom surf or I guess technically jailbreak the system. And then, um, being able to actually install, a uh, again, another, a SATA hard drive where you can technically utilize, um, you know, more storage as well as low games from the hard drive and make it that much faster. So yeah, pretty fun. I have to say I am, I am enjoying it. It's my a little sub <laughs> sub hobby, I guess. <laughs> Something I'm not necessarily don't plan to, uh, do all that often, but it was, it was fun, fascinating, insightful to kind of see how your, uh, <laughs> old gaming hardware ticks nowadays. So yeah, outside of that, pretty much, I guess, gaming related wise is what I've been up to. Um, outside of that, uh, let's get into what I've been watching, which man, oh man, man, oh man, oh man, invincible. 
season finale. Season finale of Invincible. So, um, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers for Invincible. I think I've been somewhat, I don't think I necessarily spoiled anything, at least previously, but since we've uh, gotten to the finale of season one, I think it's a, this is a safe spot to do so. So again, spoilers for season one of uh, Invincible. If you haven't watched it, uh, feel free to leave now. Forever hold your pee for what? Forever hold your, I don't know. You, you know what I meant. Um, so yeah, season, I think it, it was episode seven. It's either episode seven or eight. Either way, uh, season finale, whew, man. And then well, the cliffhanger we were left on the episode before where, ugh. so basically, uh, Mark finds out that, uh, Omni man, uh, AKA his dad has, uh, been killing everybody all of these superheroes to try to uh, conquer uh, Earth. And, oh, man, this episode is so damn good. My God, man. Freaking, um, ugh, they have this epic fight, which is basically, <laughs> it's funny, not not having any reference of the comics, mind you, um, at least going into this. Didn't know what to expect, but I knew shit was going to hit the fan one way or another. But I, <laughs> one thing I thought that was going to happen was uh, at least Mark was going to put up a fight. But my God. <laughs> oh, oh, he got his ass beat. My goodness. Oh, that wasn't even, that wasn't even right. <laughs> he was getting his ass beat. Oh man. Um, which I guess is not a huge difference from some of the other episodes. <laughs> where he, <laughs> Freaking battle beast. <laughs> oh my uh, you feel bad for the dude, man. I respect him though. Hey, he, he gonna fight what he believes in. He, you could beat his ass. He ain't gonna get deterred one way or another. Um, man. Uh, so pretty much, <laughs> basically, that's <laughs> taking me out. How much? How much he got? He was getting his ass beat. You hear me? He was getting his ass whooped. Um. Oh man, he was getting his ass beat. Like pretty much throughout the whole earth, <laughs> he was getting his ass beat, um, kicking his ass and th- fucking throwing his ass through different planets. Well, not planets. They did go actually up in space though. Went up in space. I think just threw his ass back down or something. Or maybe I'm getting that confused with something else. But oh man, it was funny. It was like thinking about it now, man. He's literally getting his ass whooped. Um, but yeah, so pretty much at throughout the fight, he was, uh, trying to instill in him, like his beliefs and his perspective of, you know, his perspective on conquering earth and being a Viltrumite, which is, uh, a person not of this planet and kind of their upbringing there. It seems like they breed excellence in any imperfection they want to weed out essentially. So pretty much that ended up being the scenario where, you know, he knows, uh, Mark knows he's good. He, he sees the good in everybody, humanity. And then, you know, you have, uh, what's his name? Omni man side where he's just, he's more cynical. He's like, these people are weak. Like I can, you know, 
they they they're nothing to me and then oh my god he dropped the damn he dropped a oh man he just like fuck your feelings because uh on record because <laughs> he was being recorded he's like what about mom what about mom and then straight up saying like you know uh she was basically a pet to me I'm like damn that is cold-blooded man like you raised a child with this woman you both together made some thumb some a uh, thing not a, that I don't not to trivialize it but made you made made a part of you both and you just said well, she's she's a pet you know I was like damn that is just that is just cold like no emotion at all but straight up man just just dropping bombs so yeah <laughs> Then now, now, now the mom's crying, just, just, just devastated. And then, you know, Omni Man just continues to beat his ass. And then, of course, probably, I say probably the most iconic moment of the episode is that <laughs> as Monty, Omni Man continues to beat Mark's ass, uh, invincible. Um, <laughs> he's like, you know what? Let me, let me show you, uh, let me show you death. Let me show you terror, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> picks up the dude by his head <laughs> ongoing train coming towards him and then literally just let the train hit hit his ass and then just seeing it split apart because they're they're Viltrumites and unmovable force all of them are just getting decimated and they're just blood is getting all on them and then people just getting torn apart decapitated just all types of gruesomeness knowing the man and then he's just he's just just engulfing it and he's just witnessing it firsthand literally <laughs> blood of everybody is falling oh it's crazy oh it's cr- that's crazy i was like man this is uh this is not this is not <laughs> it's not your typical uh not your typical uh marvel uh <laughs> marvel uh tv show that's for sure ah uh, it was good it was very good and then of course towards the end as uh <laughs> Oh man, beat the shit out of his ass, really. He was like literally on his deaf deaf uh last breath. Um <laughs> teeth teeth gone. Teeth gone. Lips lips uh lip, lips busted. Eyes just swole swole to Kingdom Come. And then, you know, Mark uh Omni Man still trying to steal him. I mean, these people are not gonna be here. We live like I think they live like for almost forever, pretty much like, um, and then, you know, like we live forever and these people are going to be dead in, you know, however many years. And, you know, you, you still want to fight for them. It's like, yes, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, what after all 500 years, these people are gone. Who, what are you going to (laughs) have? He drops it. He's like, you dad, like, Oh, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. I can't kill you. I can't. Ah, oh. and then he just flees the the planet and goes somewhere else. So, and yet to be uh, revealed probably in season two or whatever, which is another cool part. They did confirm seasons two and three uh, are are coming. So we gonna get more of that invincible. I love it. I love it. I'm as somebody not familiar with the comics. I guess <laughs> somewhat similar to Walking Dead. I am loving it. I am. Uh, pardon me. Don't really want to read the comics. Just want to be uh, 
kind of surprised what happened. So, um, pretty damn good animated series. I have to say, man, <laughs> Amazon is, is, is the go-to <laughs> source for M rated superhero movies, superhero content. <laughs> it seems like you got, you got the boys and now you got invincible. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty good season one. I, it's probably one of the best seasons I've watched in television for, for, for sure, man, highly recommend it. If, um, you're into superhero movies, um, superhero superheroes and whatnot, cause man, it's good. They definitely touch on some interesting aspects or, uh, angles, like clearly, you know, like we have seen, what if Superman was evil, you know, they kind of explore that in, in these things, which is pretty fascinating to kind of think about somebody who has all this power and wants to, or I guess is kind of uh, corrupted by it more or less. Um, it's pretty fascinating. Loved it. Loved it. I want more. I want more. I want season two. I want it yesterday. Give it to me right now. I need it, please. Thank you. Um, outside of that, that's pretty much it. I didn't, didn't watch anything else. I was playing too much Trish rage version 5.2. Cause it was so good. I fell in love again over it with it on top of like, it wasn't even in a damn near perfect state, but now it's, it's pretty much close to perfection and, you know, added some of these, these new components and now the classic track. I couldn't, I couldn't, it's too good. Outside of that, I think that'll conclude episode 103, 103 of Switcher Sites Podcast. Um, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you do like or uh, appreciate this podcast, feel free to like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platforms. You can also catch me uh, record this live on Twitch TV slash Switch roughly on generally on Thursdays, ideally around five to six. Sometimes it doesn't happen like that, but you know, um, you can also catch the archives of this podcast as well on youtube.com slash a switch where, uh, I also, uh, post those, post them on that channel as well. Until next time, guys, uh, get your game on. Oh yeah. Nobody's safe.